everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Chris Gonzalez from GoodTube Kids, and we're talking about digital media, um, all the things that our kids are exposed to through electronics, um, because that's the world in which we now live. I wish we could go back to the days, well, in some ways, of like the Ingalls family, right? Where you just had some books to read and maybe some hymnals, and you would just spend time together reading through good literature and talking, like talking as a family about the things that have gone on in your day and being outside and exploring the great outdoors. Though, of course, Chris lives in Alaska and we talked about this and I can't, you said that you actually camped in negative 15 degree weather. Yeah, I took my wife out for her birthday. We <gasps> went out to go watch the uh, oh. Northern Lights. Oh, and so wow. It got okay. Down to, yeah. All right. But you we got me with tent, Northern Lights. I might, yeah. I might do that for the Northern Lights. <laughs> It, it, it was pretty wonderful, but our water froze. I didn't think about that. When you set it on the ground inside the tent, even though the tent was warm, it froze from the bottom up. So oh, lots man. to learn. Yeah, yeah. I, I, That's on my bucket list. I would love to see the Northern Lights. And one day, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> Though I will not go camping in negative 15 degree weather anytime soon. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way <laughs> to see that. There, there are many better ways. I know. Yes. I know. Um, anyway, thank you for coming back with me, Chris. Uh, we're going to get back into our conversation. We're going to talk more about the, like, what are the actual dangers of children's media? What are they really being exposed to? Because we hear talk about it. But like I said, at the end of yesterday's episode, Chris has really dug deep into this and studied it quite a lot. And so we're going to talk about the actual dangers that come along with that. Um, before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you're looking for a great digital math program, <laughs> not digital media, but digital math program, visit ctcmath.com. Just be careful when your kids are on their computer doing their math lessons, make sure that they're in an area that is open to everybody where you can see what's going on in their computers and they're not hiding in their bedrooms behind door closed doors doing their math lessons and maybe at the same time sneaking onto some other um, parts of the internet that could be harmful to them. So that's where we have to use wisdom and discernment as parents. But math, ctcmath.com, try them out for free. Um, Chris, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Um, tell us, let, let's talk about the actual dangers. Like we've kind of hit on it a little bit throughout the week, but I know that you you really know a lot about mm -hmm. this. And And again, as we talked about on Monday, you are an FBI special agent. Like you really understand what it means to study these things um, and to research this world. So talk about what the actual dangers really are. I give a talk that's called How to Protect Your Children Physically, Emotionally, and Spiritually in the Digital Age. And when I start that talk, I tell parents, this isn't going to be comfortable. This is going to uh, be bothersome. It's going to be uh, sickening in many respects. And that's one of the things I find, you know, so often we talk about this um, ethereal dangers of the digital realm. Let me give you an example. The FBI and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children estimates that at any one time, at any one time, there are at least 500,000 pedophiles online and they are on the exact same apps your children are on they are sophisticated, they're intelligent, uh, and they're relentless, and they're hunting our children through those apps. So if that doesn't set the stage for what I'm talking about when there are dangers in the digital realm, not, mm. not just ideological dangers, which are causing 
ca- real casualties. Yeah. There have been there is a exponential increase in the number of youth who are al- identifying as LGBTQIA plus within that gamut. There are youth an exponential increase in the number of youth who are electing to have life changing surgeries, as we all know, mm-hmm. um, because of the ideologies that they're being fed and the positive energies. And then there are also youth who are already starting to state their regret for what they have done, what they adults have done to their their bodies that is irreparable and so there are real spiritual physical and emotional scars and casualties that are occurring because of the digital realm and it's happening faster and faster and faster yeah it's really really scary go through kind we we very briefly touched on disney Mm -hmm. um because you're you're not talking just about channels. You know, you're not just talking about Disney or about uh, YouTube or YouTube kids, which I want, I want you to talk about YouTube kids specifically too, because you said that Mm -hmm. YouTube kids is actually more dangerous than YouTube itself. Why is that? So it's not just those, it's not just Nickelodeon. I know, I mean, all of these things that we have been trusted for so many years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You're also, I think, talking about apps like phone apps that kids are playing games on and stuff. Can you kind of dissect those two different worlds for us and and maybe even give us some very specifics on like these specific apps or things that are dangerous to your kids Uh, well kids i'll just start with your children should not be on social media Mm -hmm. instagram twitter snapchat facebook um myspace for those of us who remember they, they just are not ready for social media the the even the social media let's talk about those apps themselves we'll start there Okay. Even the social media tycoons who are bringing this to us are saying that their own children aren't on social media. Mm-hmm. I tell parents, don't tell your children that you can't be on social media because the COPA, Children's uh, Online Privacy Protection Act, says you have to wait till you're 13. Tell them you shouldn't be on social media because it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Because when we tell our children it's the law that prevents you, when they turn 13, then what stands in their way? Mm-hmm. They are not ready yet when they turn 13. The, the the suicide rate for particularly females over the past 20 years, I think it's increased. It, it It's somewhere like 30 to 40%, if it's mm. not more. I don't have the slide in front of me. Wow. And young males are killing themselves as well because of the flood of impressionable content that's being put onto their minds and the pressure that they feel with that. Yeah. So um, there there is almost, I, I don't recommend any social media for any youth um, I understand as they start to turn 16, 17, 18, now there's a discussion about, right. let's find out how do you learn to use this? Because when the, you don't want them to be 19, they've had no right. guidance. Yeah. Uh, but those are very careful years because they're really entering a coliseum of ideas. So, uh, youth are being exposed to pornography. There's, if you haven't heard, there is open pornography on YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Instagram, any of the social media accounts, there's pornography that your children can access. The median age for uh, being exposed to pornography is now as low as eight years old. Wow. And it often happens at school, either through the school systems or through a friend's phone um, or through the child's own phone. If you don't have that locked down, you you haven't worked to do something about it. So there's so much here to express, but you have to take your children off social media. The, there is no study that shows the benefit outweighs the risks. Mm-hmm. None. 
no studies. Um, okay, second, when we talk about uh, so that was social media. So let's 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 talk. Let's differentiate between passive intake, which is Disney, Netflix, where you're just kind of consuming passively, and then active engagement, which is your social media realms. We talked about social media. The ideology that's that's being slipped in at Netflix and at YouTube and at uh, Disney and Nickelodeon, the uh, LGBTQIA plus lifestyle. And I wrote a an ebook about this called Poisoned Candy because that's what it is. We don't realize how dangerous this is. And uh, Blues Clues that's that's one I cover in my in my book. Blues Clues. Many of us remember it as being a yeah. very fun show. For three to four-year-olds, five-year-olds, I don't know if you know, but they had an animated drag parade show that talked about all the different types of families you could have. Wow. Two mommies, three daddies, some uh, one of the otters that's animated in the back has like top surgery scars mm. that are covered by little rainbow uh, band-aids on the chest. Wow. Um, so... Uh, or non-binary babas is it is what they're called, and it's all couched in the song of the ants go marching one by one. Oh wow! If you're listening to it, it doesn't sound evil right. at its outset, but as you realize what the messaging is, you have to be involved in what our children are watching. I want to back up just a little bit because you were talking about our kids not having um, access to social media. And I, I appreciated that you went towards the, you know, once they get into the ages of 16, 17, 18 years old, that's mm -hmm. then when, when our umbrella of protection is covering our kids, but we're really training them how to use these applications. And so that's what we've done in our home. Our 13 year old has no social yep. media at all. Uh, she just got a phone because, and this is, it's so frustrating sometimes she's has started babysitting and going to mm -hmm. youth events and things with her friends. And so Back in my day, when we did that, sure. we didn't have cell phones. We would borrow someone's house phone or we would pick up a pay phone and actually put the quarter in and call uh -huh. our parents if we needed them to come pick us up. But now every every person my daughter right. has babysat for says, do you have a phone? Because they don't have a house phone. So they want to make sure that right. she has access to get help if that's necessary. Anyway, so she has a phone for that reason now, but she doesn't have any social media on it. However, our oldest, Brooklyn, she's just about to turn 18 she has social media she has for the last couple of years, but we've really monitored it and we hold her accountable. We talk to her about it all the time. What are you looking at? What are you, you know, who are you talking to? And the reason she has it is because that's how she communicates mm -hmm. with all of her friends. And that's mm -hmm. where our world has gone today is that is how these kids communicate with when they don't text each other. That's mm -hmm. not the cool thing anymore. Now they Snapchat each other and they have their mm -hmm. be real. And, oh, um, it's, it's frustrating. And at the same time, we cannot keep them in our little tiny bubble forever. We have to allow that right. bubble to expand. But because we have trained her and we trust her and we've told her, we will trust you until you give us reason not to trust you. And she has never given us reason not to trust her. And we check her phone on occasion. We'll go on there mm -hmm. unexpectedly and look at stuff. Never have I seen anything that she has looked at right. that she has, you right. know, and I'm not saying she's never, ever been exposed to anything. Um, I don't know, but all that to say it is, we have to teach our kids to be discerning in this world of digital media and social media because it is how the world goes around now. And it is how teenagers communicate with one another. So it's a, it's a tough road um, to walk with right. them, but, but man, right. um, it's an important road. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. And then I want to talk really quickly about YouTube 
kids. And then we'll talk about GoodTube Kids, which is a perfect, wonderful alternative to YouTube. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Chris. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about social media, but also about just digital media that our kids are exposed to. And it was interesting the way you said it is, you said there's there's the intake media and then there's the what what was what engagement active engagement thank you yes <laughs> i was like what are, what word am i looking for here <laughs> yes the active engagement so for the intake which you know there are days when i just want to sit down and just absorb stuff that's easy sure. i don't want to have to think through anything i want to watch a fun movie mm-hmm. a simple movie something like that um and that's where these that's where YouTube and all that stuff comes in, right? And it's easy to put our kids in front of the TV and say, yes. here, or in front of their tablet and say, here, just do this so I can make dinner. And we think that mm-hmm. YouTube Kids is safe for them. Talk about the dangers specifically of YouTube Kids. Why is that worse than regular YouTube? Well, because we think it's safe. That, that that's, that's the very problem is when we hear family friendly and we hear made for kids, we think, mm-hmm. oh, well, it must adhere to the values that I think would be safe for a child. But if we've learned anything from what's happening in the libraries, just because it says family friendly, just because it says safe, doesn't mean that it adheres or at least is neutral to the Christian values that were much less reinforced the Christian values. We work so hard to teach uh, throughout the day. And you're right, we shouldn't feel ashamed that uh, we use the tool of media for entertainment or education. It's a wonderful tool when it's used properly, when when we can trust that it's it's doing what we seek for it to do. And so living in Alaska, let's say I'm driving to Fairbanks, everything's far away, right? Everything's eight hours away if we want to get anywhere. Oh, let's gosh. say I'm driving to Fairbanks to go see Denali. Well, maybe I want my son to watch something while we drive. Mm-hmm. Parents are handing their kids YouTube kids, and it's not safe. Let's There's, there's three types of content I find problematic. There's the the things that we openly agree are are not good. The great majority of people agree. And that YouTube Kids has worked to curtail uh, children's videos where they slip in um, pornography or something else that's horrible in there in the video. And then it flips back to kids content, which some people were making simply to trick kids into seeing something horrible. Mm. They've worked better at fixing that. Now we have a lot of bot content that has been made there. And by bot, I mean... Um, automated content that's made that just holds kids' attention. Um, and it can be really weird a- and it's not edifying. It's not It's not good for our children. Uh, and that content is there. We have 
consumer content, which encourages our kids to purchase, 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 and to want the, the idea of uh, unboxing things is this dopamine fix that our kids get. Yeah. And they think it can only be fed by buying more things and opening them. Mm. Uh, there's a show with a little boy that opens a lot of little toys, very popular. And then those toys are sold in the store. And what do our kids see? They see those toys and they think I need to buy these to open them. Mm -hmm. uh, toy marketing isn't new, but uh, YouTube kids and YouTube has done a really great job of addicting our children to watching those unboxing open opening things. But then there's the ideology. And by ideology, I mean the worldview that's pushed to our children. One of the first videos it recommended for my son was what's it like to be a non-binary boy. Hmm. If you look on YouTube kids, there's a channel called Queer Kids. And on this channel wow. and in our ebook, Poison Candy, you'll see some of the problems here from YouTube kids. There's a there's a video there where a uh, male with a beard dressed in drag sings to kids the song, It's Okay to Be Gay. He lip syncs it. Uh, and then the words drag are spelled out in little school blocks in front of the children. And then there's another video that follows that that shows you how to dance and dress in drag. Uh, and that is pushed to our children as young as four or five years old. There's another video where um, on YouTube kids that shows uh, a woman playing kind of two different parts. And she says she's pretending to be this child that is going to the school nurse and says, well, I'm transgender. Uh, you know, I, I don't don't call me that name. And the nurse says, oh, I didn't know that. Um, I can't help you. But what could I do? And so the child says, well, don't tell my parents. And the nurse says, well, I won't tell your parents. This never mm -hmm. happened. The, what, what happens is then the nurse says, and if you want help, go to Planned Parenthood after oh. school. They'll help you. Oh, my. That's what your children are seeing on the very device that you gave them yeah. and told them to watch. And thought was safe. And thought was safe, right? We thought this was safe. And these messages coming across. And I can't. There's another um, video where the woman reads a book. And it's called what's an abortion anyway mm. and so they talk about some abortions happen because people uh like their family just the way it is or because they don't have time for that right now as if those are options mm -hmm. and so we start to see that there's this critically different worldview that our children are hearing and seeing and and by de facto are being told is correct because we gave it to them and said you could watch it here right so um, once I realized that and I saw the blues clues and I saw what Disney was doing and I saw what Netflix was doing, I said, this is abysmal. We have to go back and fix this. We need to yeah. go back and correct this. How do we do it? And I couldn't find a solution. I couldn't find a solution that ran the gamut of educational, entertaining content for youth of all ages, right? I don't just want my son, nothing against VeggieTales, but he needs more than VeggieTales to grow into a young man. Yeah. He needs to see how to get a job, how to iron a pair of pants, how to mow the lawn. He needs to see these skills. Parents need to be able, when they're homeschooling, to be able to find videos that they can watch and use during the homeschool day and not worry about the next ad that's coming up. Yeah. Because once our youth, my son was watching the old um, Dennis the Menace, the black and white mm -hmm. one, yeah. on a channel called Freebie, and we were getting ready to go camping, and then up popped an ad called drag he or drag him or something oh. like that about a about a male in drag and it happened so fast yeah. I, I i couldn't find the remote i said just cover your eyes and ears son yeah um 
And parents don't deserve that. They deserve a safe place for kids. Yeah. And so that's what led to saying, okay, we're going to build good tube kids. And so we are an entirely new platform that we realize we have to start. We say that YouTube is like gold in a minefield. There's mm. so much good stuff, but you're just one click from a disaster. Yeah. And so I asked parents, it's just not worth it, is it? Yeah. And so we created this platform where for $10 a month, parents don't ever have to worry about what their kids might see or hear next. And we're not just fluff. We are encouraging and reinforcing that those, those faith and values that you're teaching at home. Yeah. And so we're at the, we've got about 13,000 minutes worth of content now from apologetics okay. and history and cooking and hunting and uh, fishing and um, drawing and arts. And we're working to add more every day. We're growing this library, but we're in the fight to take back uh, and to not just tell parents it's really bad out there, but to say, and right. here's an option. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. I, I'm hearing the words in my mind ringing from Heidi St. John, where she says, get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And that's exactly what you've done, Amen. Chris, is you have gotten off the bench and you're on the battlefield uh, for the hearts and minds and souls of our kids. And I cannot thank you enough. Uh, it's really amazing what you're doing. And I love that it's just still, even in the baby phase, that this is still something that you're developing and, and it will be forever in development because there's always going to be things for you to add to it. Um, what what age ranges are best for the content that you have right now on GoodTube Kids? Is it mostly elementary, elementary, middle school, sure. up to high school? What? GoodTube Kids is intended to be for zero to 18. Now, okay. studies are showing that youth under two years old should not be on screens really mm -hmm. at all. So I, I want to remind parents that it's really critical to limit that screen time for our youngest youth. Yeah. But we are building ourselves out so that we have something for everyone. I find that our older youth are lacking options. Uh, so, so much of our younger youth have a lot of great, great options, but mm -hmm. we have, um, we are building it out with the intention to be able to feed everyone in between. I would say that right now we have the uh, five to six up to our tweens uh, covered okay. with audiobooks and entertainment. Oh, you have audiobooks too. Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, oh, audiobooks, uh, a, a short podcast. We're adding some more uh, audio content. Uh, Brinkman Adventures is on there. Oh, I uh, love we'll Brinkman be... Adventures. Mm -hmm. They're fantastic. Yeah, and then from Revelation Media, we have the Pilgrim's Progress movie. Yeah. We have uh, work with Freedom Project Academy, mm -hmm. where we have a study of all the 56 presidents and battles of America. So we are just really, I think, uh, growing this great library where you can search and find these things and we're refining it every day and adding to it. And as we will be on Roku and Amazon Fire by the end of the year, and that'll really open up the ability for parents to uh, watch this all together. Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. Really quickly, you mentioned the book that you have. Uh, the book is called Poisoned Candy, and that's a free download, correct? That is a free download. Yes. That you can find okay. that at our at our website, we'll put a link in there where uh, they can get it for free. Okay. And it really opens up parents' eyes. Okay. Okay. Great. And only $10 a month. I mean, you guys, that's like a cup of coffee. So at Starbucks, so instead of giving your money to Starbucks, which is an organization that is completely against family and God and everything, Amen. give your money to good two kids and provide some good resources for your families. It's so cool that you have audiobooks on there. I didn't realize that you did. And for homeschool families, that is a yes. treasure. Um, I, I love that, that that's, and Brinkman Adventures, we actually had uh, the, the 
founders, authors, um, you know, the, the family that started Brinkman Adventures on. Oh, it's wow. been a couple of years. So I'll actually link that episode in this episode. So you guys can go back and listen to that. And then you'll be encouraged. To, they are so much fun. If you've heard Jonathan Parks in the past, mm-hmm. Brinkman Adventures is kind of similar to Jonathan Parks as far as it's an audio drama and it's very dramatized mm-hmm. and it's very fun to follow along with their stories. So uh, you guys will love them. Anyway, Chris, thank you so much for getting off the bench onto the battlefield and being on this battlefield alongside all of us other homeschool parents who are really trying to fight for the hearts and minds of our kids. It is such a blessing to talk to people like you and to know that God is using you. I mean, you left a very lucrative job, I'm sure, um, and a job yes. that you loved to do something else that you love because it's it's fighting for our kids and it's making true kingdom impact. So thank you for what you're doing. And say thank you to your wife and your son, because believe me, I, I know that with family day. ministry, it's not just you flying solo, it's your whole family uh, who's part of this. So really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for being on with me this week. And uh, thank you guys so much for being with us this week. I hope that you have been encouraged. Definitely check out goodtubekids.com and give your kids something great to listen to. Uh, We love you guys. You know that we do. If you have not left a review for this podcast, would you do that? Please just take a few minutes, leave a review um, or feel free to comment if you're watching this on YouTube like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Comment in the comment section. We always like reading those comments and just knowing how these podcast episodes have encouraged and blessed you. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here next week. Stay to the very end to hear what's coming up then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. One of the things I will tell you that has always sort of characterized Christmas for the Addisons is that we want to make much of Christ. Like we mm-hmm. wanted to, the modern um, vernacular, we want to center Jesus, right? Like we want everything that we do to speak of our faithfulness and our commitment to Him because He's worthy of that. 